Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. You may also donate by sending check or money order to 9030 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 665, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89117. We thank you. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. Because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon. And transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite. You are listening to Omega Man Radio Network. With Shannon Davis. everybody that time has arrived welcome to our thursday edition of omega man radio today is thursday october 19th 2023 wow tomorrow's gonna be friday my goodness week has went by quick okay we've got a great uh, line of shows for you today we're going to do four programs back to back and let's get uh, our first show going david measures in the house, coming to you from Leicestershire, England. Here we go. Hello, Shannon. Good afternoon, Brother David. How are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing okay, thank you, Shannon. Praise God. Amen. How are you? How, how are you? I'm encouraged today course standing in the gap for Israel and um, praying for the Jewish people over there and uh, here in local in Bali family are all healthy normally we got a week where somebody's sick God. and I'm like thank you Jesus 
Nobody's sick right now. So um, praise the Lord. And I'm doing pretty good today. I'm encouraged. And uh, it always right, right. We should all be praying for Israel at this moment, isn't it? We should be praying for them all the time. But yes. certainly going through some trying times at the moment. Brother, I saw some footage released by the IDF on YouTube. And um, one poor man walking down the street. And I saw him fall like a, a tree. Dead. Yeah. They shot him in the back of the head, the uh, Palestinian terrorist over there. He was minding his own business, walking down the road, and bam! And he didn't move. They got him right through the head. Horrible things have been going on out there uh, by a group of uh, terrorists. And, you know, yeah. I looked in the Bible. I can't find a Palestinian nation. In fact, there's only one mention of the word <coughs> Palestine. It's in Joel, and it's a mistranslation. Because if you look in the Hebrew, it's Felicia. All that area of yeah. Gaza, brother, uh, at one time was occupied by the Philistine armies. And God gave not only Gaza, but much other land to the tribes of Israel and said, I'm going to give it to you. The people that are there now are wicked. And um, it's going to be to you an inheritance, a possession. And so... 2005, Israel had the land back. But then George Bush Jr. forced Israel to give it over. And within three years, Hamas was in there, and they've had it for 17 years or so, uh, terrorizing people and uh, destroyed the land over there. And then they launched this attack on Israel from actual land that belongs to Israel. Now, last thing I'll say is uh, I don't expect Israel to come into possession of all that God gave them tomorrow. In fact, it's going to take Jesus Christ coming back. But I did read the scripture, and it said in a future time coming, when Christ comes back, Israel's going to have everything that was promised to them and will be able to live at peace and will never have to worry about someone taking away from them again. So that's the good news. But I think we may be at the start of World War III. Uh, There's a lot of nations now that are not happy with America, with Israel, And they're beginning to protest. Uh, Are you seeing anything on the ground there in England? Well, not where I live, but there is a lot. But um, what you said, you just shared one or two things there that I don't quite really understand. One thing I didn't understand that George Bush Jr. gave the Gaza to the people. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I didn't know it was him who did that. 2005. I suppose that, yeah. He forced Israel, basically, uh, to to move out of the land, and uh, there were people living there. They called them settlers, had homes. The IDF was forced to go in there and pull people out of the homes, and people didn't want to leave. It'd be like a bulldozer showing up at your house or mine and saying, well, this yeah. land no longer belongs to you, and they bulldozed the houses. Now, when that happened, I believe God judged America and Hurricane Katrina hit and displaced a lot of people, just as we displaced a lot of people within Israel. And then, of course, the prime minister had a stroke, went into a coma, never recovered. It's believed that somebody poisoned his tea in retribution, and he turned right. into a well, vegetable. I, I thought Ariel Sharon um, gave him that land. Nope. It was um, Bush and the United no. Nations. That Oh, Ariel Sharon forced- was the prime minister of um, Israel at the time, and he was the one... 
that they gave them the land and I thought oh that was a good idea well, at the time because he's got them all together and now he can drop a, a bomb on them and destroy them all you know uh, he had to go along with it he could have just said no to American I wish he had but you know he paid yeah. a heavy price too it, he ends up a vegetable and lived for years in a coma and I believe uh, his judgment came on him too you don't, you don't take the land away from Israel. Now, whether people agree with us or not, Brother David, we ought to agree with God in his word. And if God yeah. says it, who are we, an individual or nation, or all the nations combined to tell God what he can do with this land? Now, whether you like it or not, are we going to agree with God or not? Because if we try to tell God what he can do, uh, the presumption of that. Now, it's rebellion to go against God's wishes. Rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Yes, I think yes, it, yes, yes. I think it's insanity. Uh, well, I want to ask you another question. You said something, because yes. I'm confused now, because I thought you believed in the same as me. I didn't Tell think me. you believed in pre-tribulation and mid-tribulation. I thought you believed this uh, pre-wrath will be taken just before the wrath of God comes upon the earth. And so Jesus will fetch us and before that, before God destroys the world. So I can't see that Israel is going to live in peace um, until, until the, um, where, where I can see they're going to live in peace. Because what I, what I'm, I'm just don't know. I'm just what I'm seeing at the moment. I, I can see that um, <clears throat> um, you see, because a lot of times we. Um, we've always believed in pre-tribulation and mid-tribulation that's what we were brought up to believe but if we're not careful we uh, get the teaching like in pre-wrath which I know you believe because we spoke on it before and we start adding to the old teachings to the new because we're so indoctrinated with it and uh, it's a job to um, you listen to one people and then listen to another and then it confuses you um, now the way I, I see it is uh, what I see in the scripture I've read in um, uh, in Ezekiel chapter 38 and 39 of all the nations that come against Israel and I see in 39 where um, uh, Israel with the help of the Lord uh, destroys uh, all the people that are attacking them and uh, they'll be burying them for seven years and then, and then combine it with uh, uh, Revelation chapter 9 it says there'll be 200 million dead on the floor but for, before that a third of mankind will be killed and so I was trying to think well what's the third of mankind where that is from so and then I was thinking well could that be all Europe because we see this problem at the moment and it's still the problem there with Putin and Russia and now as you know he's, he's made a, a new pact with China and uh, they're very much on board together and also North Korea and uh, there is something on the news uh, that North Korea sent a, a thousand train loads of um, weapons over to Russia nuclear and everything a thousand trainloads 
and uh, they've even showed the pictures on it on the internet and where the train where they can see the train loads and Russia at this moment are building railway lines as fast as they possibly can through the uh, territory of uh, Ukraine that they've taken over and uh, I can see that Russia and Syria and Iran they're all together and uh, the it's all about Gog and Magog and all the others are joined together which are all these, these other nations it talks about in um, I just go to it in uh, in uh, um, Ezekiel 38 Ezekiel 38 and 39 it says uh, sort of man set your face against um Gog, the land of Magog, the prince of Rosh, Meshach, Tubal, and prophesy. And then, then it said, Persia, Ethiopia, Libya, and Goma and Togoma are all with you. Well, we see here that this is all the China and uh, Russia and Meshach, who I believe is Syria, and Tubal, which is Iraq, and Persia, well, we know that is Iran, and Ethiopia, we know that around that area in Libya, that's Sudan and Libya, and Gomar, that's a controversial one, because that Gomar was in the area of uh, uh, Germany, and um, uh, Germany, and uh, you could say Hungary, and Togomar, which is Turkey, and they all come against Israel, and in 39, it says, Behold, um, behold I'm against you O Gog, Prince of Rosh, Meshach and Tubal and all these we talked about as I turn you round to come on the mountains of Israel and you go down to verse 39 verse 11 it says it shall come to pass in that day that I'll give Gog a burial place in the land of Israel in the valley those who pass by the east of the sea it shall obstruct travellers because they will bury Gog and all this multitude it says we're burying them for seven months to, to cleanse the land and we go to uh, Revelation chapter 9 it tells us there'll be 200 million but a third of mankind will be killed first now what I can see is that at the moment uh, America are protecting Israel and uh, I don't think that this war is the uh, this war that we're talking about but I do believe it's leading to it because Israel are going to do something that's going to upset the old so much that they all plan together to come against Israel and uh, America might not be able to protect them because you never know what might happen to America and so they're all going to come against the land of Israel now for whatever reasons God's going to fight against them and he's going to destroy them so uh, the way I see it is that all this is all being planned um, to come against Israel and Israel's got to do something that's going to get the real get the backs up of of all these people all the Arab nations or all, all them around there's a 200 million so uh, I can see that uh, maybe it'll probably be destruction of all the Palestinians that, that may do it and uh, maybe that's what it might be because you know they, they are um, trying to starve them and no f water and food even though there's a lot of probably people talk about innocent people as well but they, they do support the Hamas otherwise um, nobody you don't hear any Palestinians um, on the TV or anywhere um, calling Hamas no they don't call them but they, they call Israel 
and uh, they don't have any bad words even the Palestinians don't have bad words they don't say against Hamas so if they don't they are either with them or they're against them and it seems as though they're with them and uh, now we see that this is all hotting up and uh, I can see that um, what will happen is God after this it said people do not, so did not repent of their sexuality and their deeds and their witchcraft and everything even when this is done but I believe that this is going to uh, it's probably somewhere in the middle of the sixth trumpet here well in the seventh trumpet everything's over it's finished then there's the rapture so therefore um, there's not going to be a lot of time because that's when the rapture is on the when the, the last trumpet as it tells us in, in many places and in in, in uh, um, 1 Corinthians 11 15 it says it uh, we shall all be changed in a twinkle of an eye and uh, you know the Jews will be saved and the Christians are saved and the Christians will be gone so Israel li- will live at peace eventually in their new heaven and new earth and that's how I see it and I don't think there's going to be peace on this earth now that's how I see it uh, reading the scriptures um, if, but I, I've got to be careful I don't go back into trying to get any teaching of the old t- type of teaching of pre-trib and mid-tribulation because it, we've been we've been indoctrinated by it so much that you, we have a job to, to let go of some of it let me be clear. And yet even people still preach about it, don't they? Oh, absolutely they do. Let me be clear. I do not believe in a pre-tribulation rapture, nor does no. the Bible support it. Jesus is very clear when he comes back, Matthew 24, immediately after the tribulation of those days, at the last trump, uh, he's coming back yeah. at uh, the end of the great tribulation. Um, I believe that that's when the rapture, if you will, the, the catching up will occur. And... Uh, that's followed by the uh, the wrath of God, that we're not appointed to the day of the Lord, the wrath of God. That's right. Now, if we go to to, to uh, um, Zechariah, go to Zechariah, it tells us that, uh, uh, if you just go to Zechariah, um, uh, Zechariah 13 and 14, it tells us when this will be. There we go. It says about they'll mourn for the one that they have pierced, and they'll see him coming in the sky. And in verse 13, it says he'll cut idolatry off from the land. And it shall be, it said in verse 2 of 13, it shall, in that day, I will cut off the names of the idols of the land, and I shall no longer be remembered. I will I also cause the prophets and the unclean spirit to depart from the land of Israel. Well, there is an unclean spirit over Israel, which is which is blinding them to the truth. Now, God's blinded them on purpose, while the fullness of the Gentiles come on. But Israel's going to be taken over. There's going to be a time when Israel's going to be taken over, because it does say so in verse four, chapter fourteen. Yes, the day of the Lord is coming. The spoil will be divided amongst you, or gather all nations to do battle against Jerusalem. The city will be taken. The houses are rifled. The women ravished. Half the city will go into captivity. That's right. But then, now, but then they'll see the Lord coming, and they'll realize it's Jesus who they pierced. 
um, but but before for when this happens, it's going to remove that unclean spirit at the same time when it's taken over from the land. And when they take over the land of Israel, they'll take down the flag of Israel. And that star that flies over Israel, that star of David, which is not the star of David, is the occult seal of Solomon. It's the it's the uh, it's the star of Molech, the star of your god Remphram. It says in other places, it's the most evil star in in witchcraft and in satanism and it possibly is it's also the star that's on the master mason's jewels it's the same that's the really? six-pointed star is is the uh, the curse that's over israel but when and it flies over israel it's in the flag it's on everywhere you see israel but god's allowed it to be there while the fullness of the gentiles come in while everything comes to fulfill but when israel is taken over to take down the star they destroy that all nations to take down that and they'll probably put up the palestinian flag or some other flag or whatever and so then they'll suddenly see christ because the curse will be broken and then when the two, when the when the, the, all the world is against uh, israel then and they'll call upon god and then god will come you know the word of god and says take them. when they cry for peace and safety then cometh sudden destruction let me be yeah, very well, it clear. Says, it says it, 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 if you look at it, it, it says that loudly, I will cause the prophets and the unclean spirit to depart from the land. Well, that unclean spirit is that star, which is the eye symbol in Satanism that flies over Israel. That's why there's so many people in Israel involved in Satanism and also in, uh, in um, Freemasonry because it's their star as well it's the star of the master mason's jewels i didn't know that that's that's oh for, yeah i've got pictures of that i've, I've got pictures of it uh, i've got David. a picture of uh, of uh, alistair crowley the the man the eye satanism all time kneeling at the satanic altar wow. where the star uh, the star of david or you, you call it star of david but it's not that star on his back okay well you know what i didn't know that that's actually great information um, I need to know that. I, t- I teach on I teach on this. Let me be clear, though, about one thing. When I said that there's a day coming uh, where Israel will get all the land that God promised them and be able to live in peace, that time's not anytime soon. Uh, there is no peace coming until Christ makes his return. And prior to that, we've got the tribulation to deal with, the Antichrist, Mark of the Beast, great falling away, many martyred for the cause of Christ, so to those that think they're getting out of here anytime soon, about the only way you're going to get out of here before Christ comes back at the last trump is if you die. That's it. Don't you think there's a great falling away now? Oh, I believe it started big time, yes. Uh, big time. Falling away, not probably falling away, but falling away from the truth of God's word. Oh, there's no question about that. Absolutely. Well, that's, that's the falling away. Fall in the way from the truth of God's word. You deviate from God's word. If you if you if you don't believe the word like you said, then you fell away. Well, definitely we have a falling away. But what I'm talking about are those two events that must happen uh, before Christ comes back: the great falling away and the Antichrist be revealed. Now, since our last program, there's a guy that was interviewed by Janie Duvall. Janie Duvall, for those who don't know her, she was the producer for Sid Roth for about 25 years. She's got her own YouTube channel now. And she's been talking about, you know, um, with some of these guest speakers who have been trying to identify the Antichrist. 
And several are fingering King Charles right now. But whether a person <laughs> believes that or not, I heard something I had not heard before, which is interesting. That's why I want to mention this. This guy, Craig Bong, comes on a program. And uh, he said, keep an eye on COP28. I was like, what is COP28? Well, that's that uh, climate change meeting. Yeah, I know it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah they have that, them. They're yeah. going to have, I think, in UAE or uh, Abu Dhabi, one of those places, I forget. But it's coming up uh, November. He says, from all the research he's put together, that's where a covenant is going to be signed with many. And he's been tracking it now um, for over 40 weeks. He said, isn't 40 weeks the birth pangs of a woman? He says now, this is interesting, uh, King Charles, um, Klaus Schwab, and these other leaders are going to get with the nations, and they're going to confirm a treaty with many to hit the uh, full scope of this great reset in the next seven years. Their goal is Agenda 2030. Officially, what they're saying is the Great Reset has started. We were in a run-up to it, and they've got seven years to do all that they want to do. So he and others are of the opinion that the Great Tribulation uh, may be kicking off in December with a real covenant with many. Now, I don't know. That's interesting, though. I hadn't even seen that coming. Yeah, yeah, the people do say that, you see, but that's going back to the old teaching about the natural antichrist, and I don't believe there's going to be an antichrist. You don't believe there's a... I don't, no, 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 no. I don't believe there's a person. I believe it's a spirit. And, uh, you know, it does say that this, it, it, it talks about those... Um, I do believe it's the teaching of Islam, and I do believe that if you don't uh, uh, bow to it in the last days to Islam, you will, will not be buy and sell or anything, and it, and it's Muhammad, and I, I believe that uh, that the uh, it's the spirit of it's refusing Christ. It said, um, I've got I've done a teaching on the Antichrist, and um, well, let me ask some you of you two, but it, it talks about. Uh, this is the Antichrist, um, but it's about it's, it's in Timothy, actually. While you're looking that uh, up, there's another facet though of that. What are we going to do with the fact that they're talking about a suspension of the uh, sacrifices again? So many are looking for a temple to be rebuilt, whether it's a, you know, it's like Shiloh, it was a tent or an actual stone building. I don't know. They could throw something up and be operational in a few days, but. You don't believe maybe that spirit actually goes into a man, just like Satan entered into Judas? And he well, is actually... in, sp- in that same spirit in everybody that doesn't follow Christ? Well, there's been a spirit of Antichrist in the world. Now, some yeah. said, this, this is, is already... This is the Antichrist. He said, this is the Antichrist, those who do not follow Christ. Well, but doesn't talk about he will not uh, keep the... He will not... Uh, follow the God of his forefathers and, you know, not have any uh, desire for women. Um, you know, the, well, we've some... got it. well, we've got all that now, haven't we? And uh, I don't think, uh, if you're talking about Hamid, he's got no desire for women because the, the, the Islamic nation, they hate the women. Well, that's true. But here's the deal I, I, yeah. I want to mention. Now, I live in the uh, a country with the most Muslim population of any other country. I didn't know yeah. that until I got here. Okay. But you know who hates Islam? China and Russia. 
And two of the world's greatest superpowers are China and Russia. So China has about a million Uyghurs uh, locked up in concentration camps right now. Yes, then, I know they do, yeah. Now, Russia... But, but, yeah, but it's Satan's, against, it's Satan's against each other. They're fighting each other. Doesn't it even say, I was reading the other day in uh, um, Genesis chapter 16, verse 12, uh, it talks about Ishmael. He'll be a wild man, and he'll be against his brothers. He'll be against everybody. I remember that verse. You're right about that. Uh, Russia put down uh, the Muslim Chechnya uh, rebellion. What I'm saying here is this. Uh, I don't even think America is the number one superpower anymore. I think it's Russia, probably Russia, and then mm. China, America. We're in the top three. Let's say that. We've well, got- it says this. Look, in Gen- Genesis chapter 16, verse 12, it says, this is about Ishmael. He shall be a wild man. His hand shall be against every man, and every man against him. He shall dwell in the presence of his brethren. And this is... This is Ishmael. This is all the Arab nation. He's a wild man. His hand is against every man. He's even his hand against each other. They're even killing each other. What I'm saying to you, though, is, okay, let me go right for the the million-dollar question. What Muslim superpower do you know right now that would have the ability to tell Russia and China to take a seat? I don't know of a Muslim superpower. Now, um... Pakistan, they've got some bombs, but them and India will probably go to it. But some are thinking Turkey. But uh, is Turkey a nuclear power? And I, I, I don't, I don't think it's that. I think it's the spirit. I think it's the spirit because if you don't follow Christ, you follow the devil. Well, you have point. a choice, people. People have, a, people have a chance to accept Christ. They say no, so they accept the devil. Well, my point That's was it. that. I'm not so certain anymore that the Muslims are, are the culprit we got to be looking for that are cutting heads off. Um, because they would have to overthrow Russia and China to do that, and I don't think they're going to allow to do it. I would, I would say that all together, doesn't it say, what we just read, what have we just read in, in uh, um, Gog and Magog and all these other nations, right? What have we just said? Um, Ezekiel chapter, i go back to it again. Ezekiel chapter 38 it says son of man set your face against Gog of the land of Magog now we're talking about here um, Russia but in the land of all the area of the USSR and which was in China and everything of old and the prince of Rosh which is Syria and Meshach Meshach which I believe is is Iraq or Tubal is Iraq so all these are together and it's, it goes on and, and thus says the Lord God behold I'm against you O Gog the prince of Rosh Meshach and Tubal I will turn you around put oaks in your jaws and lead you out with all your army horsemen horses and horsemen all splendidly clothed a great company with butlers and shields of all their mandolin swords so now it's got it's going to get them all together God's going to do this and, and they all are together now all that lot but then it says Persia which is Iran Ethiopia which you could, which you could say is Sudan and Libya we know where that is and all of them 
with shield and helmet Gomar which is the area was that area was like Germany and or you could say it could be um, it could be Germany uh, or, or um, Hungary and all his troops in the house of of uh, Togomar with Togomar we know is Turkey so all them are all together so that's all them nations and it's all these Arab nations right and uh, over from Africa Libya and that and over there and, and Iran and, and all that coming up prepare yourselves to be ready for all your companions are gathered about you and then if we go into the next chapter uh, and it's, it goes on reads a lot about it but if you go to the next chapter and you son of man prophesy against Gog and say thus said the Lord God behold I am against you O Gog prince of Rosh Meshach and Tubal and that's all the others as well of course and I will turn you around and lead you on and bring you up to the far north and bring you against the mountains of Israel so God's going to do this God's going to do it and he's going to bring them out to come and fight against Israel. Well, for so sure. They're all going to come and going to destroy Israel. And that's what they're saying. Well, and if you read down from the verse there, and then get, you can read, read this whole scripture, but in verse 11 it said, it will come to pass in that day that I will give Gog a burial place in Israel. And the valley of those who pass pass by east of the sea it will instruct travellers because they will bury Gog and all his multitude therefore they will call it the valley of Ammon Gog and you can read it uh, go from there to Revelation 9.16 and for seven months the house of Israel will be burying them in order to cleanse the land yes because there's going to be fine 200 million dead on the floor no question about that I don't disagree with any of that so, so all that lot is going to come against Israel, and that's there's your China, there's your there's your North Korea, there's your all the USSR area, and all down to Germany, and all this area here, and picking up uh, Iran, and picking up uh, Turkey, and picking up Libya, and that, and all coming against Israel. You know, Israel right now really doesn't have any friends except America. Yeah, and what? And if if America and somebody drops something on America, America got busy or whatever, or you get yes. somebody who's uh, not so. Uh, I, I mean, I think Biden's done well standing for Israel. I was uh, shocked, but maybe some people may not. Right, we don't know when this will happen, but I can see we we can see this is going to happen, and this is what's going to happen, and they're going to come against Israel. You know, it was and, a real. Pleasant surprise. I was shocked when I saw Biden do what he did. Not to say it was Biden himself. I don't think he even knows his name. But whoever is the, the, the shadow government behind him. And maybe they have ulterior well, motives, but I'm still glad that we're doing what we're doing. If we hadn't, you, it would have been really worse. Absolutely. Bad on us. Absolutely. But. Look, and if you go, Shannon, to, to where we are at the moment, in the middle of the sixth trumpet, this is where we are now. And then it said, then the sixth say. Uh, wow. nine verse uh, Revelation 9 verse 13 then the sixth angel sounded and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar which is before God saying to the sixth angel who had the trumpet release the four angels who are bound at the great river Euphrates so the four angels who had been pre- prepared for the hour and the day and the month and the year were released to kill a third of mankind now the number of the army of the horsemen was 200 million 
I heard a number of them. Then I saw the orsid in the vision, and those who sat on them had breastplates of fiery red, hyacinth blue, sulfur yellow, and you know, these are the colours of of Russia and China and Ukraine when they've been took over from them and, and all the others and and the heads of the orchards were like the heads of lions and out of the mouths came fire, smoke and brimstone these are obviously the modern day weapons and those three plagues a third of mankind was killed by the fire and smoke and the brimstone which came out of their mouths for them out of their mouths and their tails for their tails are like serpents having heads with them they do arm but the rest of mankind who were not killed by all these plagues did not repent of the works of their hands that they should not worship demons and idols of gold silver brass stone wood which neither can see nor hear nor walk and they did not repent of their murders or their sources or their sexuality or their thefts so even when all this is done they will be people that still will not repent if you're just joining us we're live with pastor david measures and we're talking about end time events now it's okay to agree to disagree on some things uh, this is not a salvation doctrine. This is certainly iron sharpening iron. Uh, but this is a um, very thought-provoking conversation we're having tonight. Now, Brother David, I am uh, not co- trying to come across as an expert on Bible prophecy. I like I look through a glass darkly, I'll be honest with you. Uh, what I was saying with my opening statements was, uh, it's terrible what's going on over there this attack on Israel, yeah. and I stand unconditionally with them to their right to all the land God gave them. But I'll be the first to tell you, there's no peace coming anytime soon. This, is this I think, is the start of the troubles. But am I hearing yes, you correctly? A, yeah. That you believe I, that? I believe, Shannon, the, 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 the Great Tribulation started right at the beginning of the church, great, right at the beginning in AD 70. And we're still in the Great Tribulation now. That's what I, I mean, ask you. Look at the Tribulation, what it was in AD 70. All the believers were killed. They were thrown to the lions. They were, they, they, they were beheaded. The, the children were put in animal skins and, and thrown to the lions. And, and uh, millions of, of Christians were killed and also killed by the Roman Catholic Church. And this Tribulation is carried on and carried on and it's still there now and it's and it's all coming to a head but one day it, there'll be an end of the tribulation and that's when god intervenes and everybody else is going to be destroyed do you the church will you? be taken the world will be finished and there'll be a new heaven and a new earth okay that's what it says new heaven and a new earth will be taken at the last trumpet the holy spirit will leave uh, the Holy Spirit has got to go because it does say that, doesn't it? It says in Thessalonians, what is holding him back? It's only the prayers of the saints. But what about the thousand-year millennial reign of Christ, where he rules and reigns from Mount Zion, and he well, sets up the his... thousand-year reign, apparently, I mean, I always argued with that, and did, had a job with that, had a job to believe it, because people would say, oh, oh, oh um, until I listened to the teachings of Ellis Schofield, which you you got as well, and and that, and and then he said it doesn't say a thousand years. It's used the word he uses means a period of time. It could be a thousand years. It could be a day. It could be five days. It could be ten days. It, the word a thousand years. The word the Hebrew word it, it means a period of time. 
so therefore when we think we're going to be here a thousand years as Christ is going to come back because I always had a job when the people said well he's going to come back with all his angels so all these people have died and and I just say to people you mean you you mean um, Noah and Elijah and uh, Jeremiah are going to walk down the streets of of London along with me and then we're going back and everybody can see them all together I said come off it don't make sense God God is not a God of fiction he is a God of reality I think what it's referring to when it says the dead in Christ shall rise first and those yeah. alive remaining will uh, meet Jesus in meet, the sky means, meet them in the air means anybody who's died up until now uh, is already with the Lord Paul said to be absent from the bodies be present with the Lord now I know there's some that they believe they're going to sleep in the graves. If you're dead, you're dead. You're just sleeping right now. But what are we going to do with Paul, says? To be absent from body is be present with the Lord. I believe when you die, your well, body goes back to the dust. Absent, does it, does, I mean, okay, I'm not thought about that. But do, could not, not mean that once you're absent from anybody, you're going to be present with the Lord anyway. Because, if, if, for instance, if in, in God's economy... In God's economy, right, um, if, for instance, you died a thousand years ago, and I die today, yes, right, it's the same, ta- same time. Well, in other words, if, if whoever dies, there's people just died yeah, during but, us talking. Yeah, beca- because in God, there's no time. Well, in other words... There's time, timelessness. The Spirit goes so back to God. So we've only got time. There's only time of what we live in. But in God's economy, there is no time. What I'm saying is when you die, you're either going to heaven or hell. If you do not know yeah. Christ, you, you drop into the bowels of the earth. Your soul goes down there. It's prison yeah. until the great white throne judgment. And then you're cast into the lake of fire. But if you knew Christ, you're going up to heaven right now. I mean, well, so, you'd be you'd be in paradise, wouldn't you? Right, paradise. I mean, you're not laying Hades, in the grave. Hades is a place of waiting to be cast into hell. Right. And paradise is a place to to be waiting to go and meet at the white throne, where we're all going to have a party together. We're agreed. There's some people though that think, well, uh, if whoever their mother, or father that have passed away, they're laying over there under the ground, and they're in some kind of soul sleep. I don't see that at all. But I believe that... Uh, no, the, the, the uh, Seventh-day Adventist believes the soul sleeps. Yeah. Now, we've but, got another problem. Okay, back, at, was it was it about AD 60? I don't know the date, but you had Antiochus Epiphanes. He went in there and he sacrificed a, a pig in the altar. Yeah. And he declared himself as being God. Some said, well, that was the, uh, the Antichrist. The mark of the beast was under Nero. I don't deny that those things happen, but I think that a lot of prophecy is dual fulfillment. Yes, that happened, and Paul talked about there's a spirit of Antichrist in operation in the world now, but I believe that that's foretelling future events still to happen, that will happen, and there's some out there that are so mixed up, Brother David, they think that we're already living in the new millennial reign of Christ. Christ has already come back. They're called preterists. All revelations have yeah, already been I know, fulfilled. I know. Brother, how well, is Christ already come back? Because there's a great falling away <laughs> from the truth of God's word. But isn't that bizarre? What? God, God does not look. I, I can't see how the Bible people can have so many different beliefs, right? When there's only 
Bible particularly says what it says and I mean one particular thing is is something I teach on and you do as well that a, and it's a simple thing but, but it's, it's an important thing that a woman should cover her head when she prays and prophesies that's what it says now I believe that the Bible says it so why do some churches and denominations believe different rebellion well they're falling away falling they away fell compromise away from God's word and you know most they are not even they don't, they don't believe God's word most aren't even reading God's word, and you know I'm a real stickler for why oh. I stick with the King James because I know. Yeah, but they don't believe God's word. You see, no. This is what we're saying. Most don't read it, brother David. I mean, you know. Well, therefore, if they don't believe it, they don't know it. So they're not performing it, and they've got something to say, but they don't even read it. If you want to know about Bible prophecy, read the old Word of God. I agree. It, 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 God's word is there for to read it all. Yes, a- amen to that. And a lot just trust what they've been taught, and that's how you and I and others uh, were raised, probably thinking the rapture could come at any moment, and we're not going to be here when all that stuff in Revelation happens. We're, we're caught up, raptured out before the tribulation. But that's not okay. What Jesus said. Let's go to another thing, Shannon. Let's yes. go to, while we're talking about it. I probably won't get my message today. <laughs> here we go. Two Thessalonians, two Thessalonians, two verse four. Yes, sir. Verse 3, let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first. And the man of sin is revealed the son of perdition. Yes. So we see here now, the the day falling away comes first. I believe we're in this falling away now. And they said, who opposes themselves himself above all that is called God, all that is worshipped, and he sits as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. I do believe now, in the falling away. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay. So, sits in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Now, the Apostle Paul wrote this. The Apostle Paul, right? Yes, sir. And he said, God will not live in a building ever again. Now, where do you say that? So, when he talks about the temple of God, showing himself as he is God, he's talking about living inside of you, or me, as a Christian. This this evil power sits in the temple of God, in your heart, in your spirit, making himself out as though he is God, in the temple of God. Now, if we go from there, we go straight to 2 Corinthians chapter 11. It says, verse 3, But I fear lest somehow, as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your mind may be corrupted from the simplicity that this is in Christ. So now he's talking to the Christians. For if he who comes preaches another Jesus, and you're not preached, or you receive a different spirit, which you've not received, or a different gospel, which you've not accepted, you may well put up with it. So therefore, people are going to receive a different spirit, a different gospel, and a different Jesus. Here is this what we're talking about, the temple of God. Making yourself as there is a temple of God in your spirit, with another Jesus, and another spirit, and another gospel. And we see that, particularly I notice when I preach many times about the Toronto thing. They've got a different spirit and a different gospel and another Jesus. And, and in the past, I've cast out demons of people that have been in people. The demons named themselves Jesus of Nazareth. And I've cast them out. Wow. Yep. Yeah, because they've got a wrong Jesus. 
the Lord told me that he's got a wrong Jesus and I thought oh, well this is on dangerous ground what am I doing Lord are you telling me this I'm hearing your voice but you're telling me this and then the Lord said to me well you try it find out and so I did and I cast this demon out that named itself Jesus of Nazareth and he did a mighty manifestation of this demon came out of him and he'd been involved in something like this Toronto thing right yes, and it, it would it was a wrong Jesus and a wrong spirit to be living inside of a Christian sure Paul did warn about it. another Jesus well, another now, now Paul Paul said it Paul told us here and he's told us there and yet they don't believe it they think they can do whatever they think they can be a Christian and, and believe whatever they want to believe or, or he believes that and he believes that let me tell you God is not a schizophrenic I've wrote a book Shannon a small book and it's, it's called what is the church to do with God and when I see the church the church really has got nothing to do with God because they've all got different beliefs there's about 500 600 different beliefs in Christianity now the fact of it is God must be the biggest schizophrenic there ever is if that's true you got why point. don't we all believe the same if we all believe the same stood on the same believe the same stood on the same we would be very powerful you got a point but the church is not powerful the church is weak why did it for instance Pentecostal churches don't believe a Christian can have a demon right so therefore right. how can I, I I came out of a Pentecostal church pastorship how could I do it I was amongst a group of about 100 Pentecostal pastors and I was the only one and they all, they all, nobody believed it it's still a problem I today to, I had to leave the Pentecostal church it's a travesty brother well I know it is this is where the church is the devil is right in the church the devil's in the church and then people come along with saying this and some people saying that and some people saying that and we start to believe what other people say you've got to make your mind up what you do believe amen to that people have got to make up what do I believe amen to that and I agree with you we are in the great falling away and I think it's going to get worse yes we are, we've got to make a mind up what we do believe I mean for instance people I could I could go on this book which I've written about um, what did the church to do with God I mean it's crazy what how many different ideas there are and yet people say well does it really matter as long as we all believe that Jesus died on the cross and he rose from the dead and he's coming back isn't that good enough no it's not good enough brother because, one by okay that's the basic one by but one how many times do you get people who say I mean hmm. evangelical church I pray for a man who was part of an evangelical church he was, he was deformed and I prayed for him and the Lord healed him hmm. and he went back to the evangelical church and they said that's from the devil you've got to renounce it good grief and, and this man got healed after all his lifetime he was born deformed and he got healed and they say you got that's, God does not do miracles today you've got to renounce that healing you've got Sounds that's like from John, the devil John MacArthur's church they don't believe in healing for today well the, I'm sorry that, that's it brother so, so one, which one's serving God uh, Shannon which one's serving God 
One by one, the denominations are being taken down. Look at the Episcopalian and Lutheran Church. They've got homosexuals in there. Some are lesbian women. Took those churches Shannon, down. Shannon, I'll tell you what. It boiled down to, as I said, denominations. No denomination is from God. I agree with you, brother. Because denomination has been started by man. I don't know one denomination that's doing the full gospel. No, not one denomination. The, the denomination has been started by man. Man's ideas or a group of men together see what they say. The, the, I mean, we see it in the apostolic. We see it in, uh, uh, well, I've seen it in everyone. It's even everyone. the Anglican Church, hasn't it? Anglican, Methodist, Baptist, uh, whoever, whatever. Now, I'll tell you something. Whatever. I'll tell you where it's going to culminate. You see, it, it starts, off, starts off like the Methodist Church. Well, okay, but we'll, we'll just say the Methodist Church. For so therefore, there are people who didn't quite believe what the Methodists say. So then, because they didn't do baptism for immersion, so they started up Baptist Church, right? So we can baptize in water. Yep. And then some didn't believe that. So then they thought we, we need to be a congregation. So then become a congregational church. And then they'll do another one. And it goes on from on and on and on and on. Why don't they get back to what the Word of God says? Church of God, Assemblies of God, Pentecostal Holiness. Yeah, Church of Christ in America. Church of Christ. Uh, went to one there, they don't play music. Uh, the, the Baptists don't believe in speaking in tongues, and you'll see them smoking out in the stoop in between services. Church of God uh, don't believe in casting out demons from Christians, because they don't believe a Christian can have a demon. Uh, I, I, went, I went to a, Pente- uh, a Baptist church when I was in America at a place called Red Boiling Springs. And they took me there, and there was only one guy in the church, a, a, a guy about sixteen years of age, and but there was there was hundreds outside, and they were all smoking. Absolutely. Well, when it was about ready to start, all these come in, and I said, "Wait, you you people been smoking in the past year? Yeah, we go out for a cigarette beforehand. Do you know what?" The first person to cast a demon out was a pastor. And then they cast the demons out of the elders. And then the rest of the congregation. And brother, as someone put in the chat room. Prediction. And then they call themselves the Christians. And then they, they hmm. say they believe the word of God. No, look, I'm, I'm not being judgmental. I'm, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to say, why don't we all believe what it says? That's a fair question right there. And that's what I'm going to be talking about today. So do you want me to give me a message? We've got nine minutes left. Can you do it in nine minutes? <laughs> oh, flipping Nine minutes? Well, we'll do a bit. We'll do a bit. We'll see how we go. All Take right? it away. Hearing from God. How do we know? Is it, was it, is it just a good idea? Is it what I want to do? But I want to talk about people that all heard from God but it wasn't their choice in John 10 verse 27 it said my sheep in my voice and they follow me now it's about hearing and following then we do my sheep hear my voice and then they follow me so you hear his voice and then you do it examples throughout the Bible I'll, do, I'll be quick then Noah in Genesis chapter 4, chapter 6, verse 14, God says, 
I'm sick of everybody. I'm going to destroy man from the face of the earth. They're all doing whatever. Nobody's worshipping me. And I'm, I wish I'd never made them. I'm going to destroy the whole lot. But there was, but he couldn't do everyone because he got Noah. So he said to Noah, I want you to build an ark. I'm going to flood the earth. So Noah started to build his ark out to go for wood. But it had never rained. It had never rained. And he could have thought, well, what's he going to do? Flood the earth. What's, what's that? It's a, in, no such thing as rain. It had only been a dew on the floor. But I'm going to drown everybody. And must have thought, how can he do that? But by faith he did it. He heard and he did. Then there was Moses in Exodus 3 in the burning bush. He says, he says, who am I? He said, I'm a shepherd now. I, I used to be in Pharaoh's, but I'm only a shepherd now. And God said to him, go back and set my people free. He said, I can do that. God says, I am who I am. Just so I am sent you. Now, he went out there and he did it. He didn't particularly want to do it. He was probably a bit frightened. In fact, God was about to kill him. So he sent, he sent Aaron to help him. He, sent, he thought he'd send somebody younger. He sent somebody older. Moses struck the rock. When he was getting some, wanted some water. But then God said to him, speak to the rock. And because he didn't do what God said exactly, he wasn't allowed into the promised land. Strike the rock. Water came out. Next time they wanted water, he got hold of his stick and he struck the rock. God was angry with him because God said, you speak to the rock. Then there was Samuel. Samuel chapter 3. It says that um, Samuel never heard God's voice. Anna, uh, she was a, a woman and God had closed the womb and she was distraught because she hadn't got a child. But eventually God gave her a child and she promised this child to God. And she gave it to Eli, who was the uh, the priest. Gave it to Eli, who was the priest. And he said, and God spoke to him. And he said, he didn't know it was God. So he said, you call me Eli. He said, no, I didn't call you. So this happened two or three times. And Eli said, look, it must be the Lord speaking to you. Because Samuel didn't know the voice of God. He didn't know. But he heard it. And he said, now tell me, Eli said, what the Lord said to you. And he said, he told him, he said, I'm going to judge Eli's house for how he's treated his sons. His sons uh, should be prophets, but they're rebellious. They've done wrong things. I'm going to destroy the house of Eli. That was hard for him to say that to him, because the man who was looking after him, he said, God, I'm not happy. God's not happy with you because of your children. And now you, you allowed them to come up. You're not brought them up in the way it, it should go. They despise the work of the Lord. Yet he was a priest, but his children did not. Ophni and Phineas were corrupt. Then there was Elijah. Elijah reacted to a situation. It didn't say he actually spoke to him. 
Tom, but Elijah was in the time of a Tishbite, and it was brought up in in uh, that area that he got some sort of faith in God because he knew about it. But in 1 Kings chapter 17, he did some miracles, but then God spoke to him. And he, he went in, in the cave and he said, and there was an earthquake, and, but God wasn't in the earthquake. Then there was a fire. God wasn't in the fire. Then there was a, then there was a, a great wind. God wasn't in that. But it says in 1 Kings chapter 19, it was a still small voice. I want to say all these heard and they did. And when he heard that still small voice, he said, I want you to go and anoint Jehu and he'll kill Jezebel. And Jehu had no mercy for Jezebel. He just went, rode like a man-man. In other words, he went straight out to kill Jezebel. And he did it. And then Elide, Elisha, anointed Elisha. And Elisha, as you know, became a great man of God. All these heard, and then they did. How can we hear? How can we hear what God wants from us? These days, how can we hear? Well, I would say you've got to come aside. You've got to meditate, not just, just read his word, but meditate on him. Make sure you, you, you focus on him when you meditate. And, and, but when you meditate and that, you've got to be open. You've got to be open to what God says. Because sometimes God wants to speak to us, but like we've been talking here about pre-tribulation and mid-tribulation, you've seen so indoctrinated by it, people are so indoctrinated by it, they make judgments on what they've been told, rather than being open to what God has got to say. Amen. You'll never hear anything, because the, the times I've tried to bring people in who have been in Pentecostal churches, and even in my own church, and that, and I said, look, we don't believe this anymore. This is how it is. Oh, but they still keep going back to the old teachings, and now a bit of the new teaching to the old teaching. I said, forget the old teaching. Forget it. Forget it. It's wrong. You've been taught wrong. You've got to reject it. And then you've got to believe, know what you believe. In Jesus, in Mark chapter 1, verse 35, it said Jesus went to a lonely place and he prayed. And he spent time with God. And God told him what to do. And as you know, he came down from the mountain. He spent early morning in prayer, Mark 1, 35. And then he came back out and he went down the mountain and then he'd make a blind man, he would heal him. He'd make a deaf man, he would heal him. A dead man, he'd raise him. He'd walk on the water. He'd do all sorts of things. Why? Because God was with him. In John John 5, and I'll I just read this scripture here because I want to read exactly what it says. In John 5, uh, make sure I get it just right. Da, da, da. John 5. Brother David, verse, I apologize. Uh, I took most of your time, but we can extend another five minutes. Keep going. Well, we've got another five minutes. Another five minutes. John 5, um, 19 to 20. 
sorry, John 5, 19 to 20. Most surely I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the Father he does. For whatever he does, the Son also does in like manner. So the Son can do nothing, only what the Father does. So we've got to be in touch with the Father. We've got to be in touch with the Father. And people don't they want to be in touch with what some other evangelist on the television preaches or what somebody else speaks and they might not believe what they say, so then they decide to change what they believe. Listen, I know what I believe, and I know how the scripture said, and what I believe fits in with the scripture. So therefore I reject everything else. Otherwise I can't I can't it's a confused what I believe. I'm not saying I'm perfect, I'm a nobody. But I read what the scripture said, and it works in the scripture, works out perfectly, and what I believe, and it works out. So why should I listen to everything else, what people are trying to come up with? Jesus spoke into the situation. Look at Paul in Acts 9. He was very zealous for the Lord, and he tried to kill all the Christians. But what did he do? God blinded him. And what did he give him? He gave him a mission bigger than he ever thought he would do. He went to kill the Christians and doing something for the law and now God gave him a mission which is far bigger to reach the old world for, for the Lord. And it's the same in Luke 4. In Luke 4, verse 24 to 27, Jesus, uh, there he is, um, come down off the mountain, I believe it is, let's have a look at Luke 4. Uh, 24 27 it says oh yeah this, this is it. interesting then he said surely I say to you no prophet is accepted in his own country but I tell you that truly many widows in Israel in the days of Elijah when the heavens were shut up and three years and months and there was a great famine in the land but none was sent out Elijah to accept the woman in Zarephath and many lepers in Israel at the time of Elisha the prophet but none was claimed except the Naaman and the Syrian they didn't like what Jesus said you see they always thought God would speak to them but Jesus said these people's hearts were right. And many people think God, I'm a Christian, God's going to speak to me. Well, if you start to believe contrary to his word, I don't believe God is going to speak to you. I don't believe he's going to speak to you because if you're believing contrary to what his word says, then how's he going to speak to you? There's a lot of things we spoke about today, what you believe. Now, what do you believe? We've got to make a mind up what we do believe. Some people don't even know what to believe. And in Amos 3, verse 7, I'll finish off with this. It says that God speaks to his prophets. Right? I just find the scripture of Amos. I like Amos. Amos chapter 3. I'll just be with me. Surely the Lord does nothing unless he reveals his secret to the servants of the prophets. So if we're in touch with God and we're right with God, we've got the right doctrine with God and we're following God and we, and we believe what he says, then God will speak to us. I say amen to that. But how can God speak to you if you believe in something which you, uh, which you don't really believe? You know, Brother David, you're exactly right. We ought to obey God rather than man. You've got to obey God rather than man. Otherwise, you're, this, you're being somebody else's teaching. You might not believe it, but you accept it. But if somebody said to me, you don't believe it, I said, I don't accept it. 
No, I don't really, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I can't see the scripture to prove it. But I do know this that the Bible says those who refuse Christ, those who refuse Christ, it, they accept the Antichrist. Now, with Islam, if you don't, if you, if they tell you you are the sect of Islam or you die and you renounce Christ and no. then you renounce Christ, then you have refused Christ, you've accepted the Antichrist. It's true. Yeah, there's the Antichrist refusing Christ. If we and, and many Antichrists, many Antichrists. And the thing is, is people are like this and to save their own skins but I tell you what the first century church did not save their own skins they, they said well throw us to the lions then that's right and they went out rejoicing Jesus said if you deny me before men I will deny you before my father which is in they heaven. were the proper Christians Shannon brother I think tribulation what we, what is we got today for the church God's got to sort what them we, out what and we got today we got a bunch what of is the church to do with God great title for today brother david powerful message i'm finished i want you to give out your contact info how do people find you on the web they find me on the web on web <laughs> uh, uh, org. david william measures ministries international.org i've got some teachings on there i've got teaching on the antichrist i've got teachings on false teachings i've got youtube videos on the antichrist and all sorts of things i've got I've put one or two videos on just lately um every week and uh, so look on there i've got some uh, page on miracles uh, seen nearly every miracle in the bible and uh, probably more besides god has used me in it and i know this that I know this that God's used me in all those miracles you see blind see dead raised lepers cleansed and everything I know God's not going to use me in that if my doctrine is wrong brother David I want to thank you for coming on today I'm sorry that we ran out of time Today it don't matter, you got me fired up. <laughs> DWMMI.org. I've got a PayPal account on there. Please give me something towards the ministry so I can promote it wherever I go. I want to say at the end of this next month, I'm down in London doing oh. a, a miracle service. And uh, we, anyway, we're always doing it. Look on the website, you'll see where I am. My brother, what day do you want to uh, do our next program? Look at your schedule and text me back. Yes, I will. I might have to miss one and do uh, the week before or the week after. No but worries. I'll look at the schedule and I'll text you back. Sounds good. We love you, brother David. God bless you, Shannon. God bless you. Bye-bye. Folks, stand by. Let's, that's iron sharpening iron. We can have these healthy discussions. <laughs> 